the KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bomba, presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now, 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bomba. Morning, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. So happy to be here on a beautiful, beautiful Saturday. Yes, indeed it is. Nice to be back in the studio and uh, and, and seeing everybody's smiling faces. Uh, thanks to Don Cooper Stevens in there playing the music and running the boards and making sure that everything just clicks and clicks well, uh, taking your calls and all of that kind of good stuff. Speaking of which, phone lines are open at 210 599 55. 210-599-5555. That's the number to get in on the home improvement show this morning. Your questions from the roof to the foundation and everything in between. That's what it's all about. And I uh, got my brother Jim right here with me, Jim Smith over here. And we are here to help. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's the show about all things home improvement. If, uh, if you're tuning in for the first time this week, thank you for joining us. We appreciate that for our longtime listeners, and we know we've got a lot of those out there because I see them and meet them all the time uh, during my daily uh, travels during the week, and we appreciate you so much. Met met one out at uh, out at uh, a job fair that we had this, uh, this week. Uh, Wednesday, we had a job fair uh, out at the Spring Hill Suites at the Rim, uh, by by the way, thanks to Janie, uh, who's who's a manager out there, and Scott, who's the general manager out there. Scott was super nice, fan of the show. Said he, you know, he said I listen to you every Saturday. I was I was really you know flattered that that he did. A really nice guy, and they just took really good care of us out there. I want to say thank you to them for uh, for doing that. A um, couple other shout outs that I want to give this week, just to uh, to you know some local kind of hometown. Uh, businesses that uh that that i des- i think deserve that type of promotion and that type of uh of of uh you know shout out uh my friend joe who owns the bergheim meat market those guys i'm telling you what it's listen if you're in the bernie area Candelia, bergheim fair oaks ranch if you're in that area it's your local meat market if you're not in that area it's worth the drive to go out and see Joe and my friends at Bergheim Meat Market, and it's it's really a phenomenal little place. It's a small um, kind of boutique meat market that sells the best quality meat I have ever had in my life. The fillets that I get from there, the tenderloin is is like butter. I mean, it, when they say prime, they mean super prime. It's it's the best. They also make some of the best homemade sausage you will ever have in your entire life. Uh, they also have, of course, chicken and 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 pork and other uh, things as well. But man, their beef is second to none. They're they also do these little um, diablos, and they do it with shrimp. They do it with chicken, and I, yeah, and they do it with beef as well, with little beef medallions. And it's jalapenos and beef and cheese and oh my gosh, they are good. <laughs> Holy cow, they are good. And you put those on the grill, and it makes a nice little dinner. Anyway. If you go by, tell Joe Martin said hi, and I sent you. Uh, don't get a thing out of it. It's this is not a paid advertisement. This is just a fan of a really great place that's encouraging you to go by and support a local business that uh, is 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 really uh, deserving of that support. They earn it every day. You will find an experience like no other. 
Uh, if you go by the Bergheim Meat Market and check them out, they they really are second to none. Um, so let's uh, let's get those phone lines open. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's get right to it. And good morning. Welcome to the KTSa Home Improvement good Show. Good morning. Good morning, Martin. My name is Elizabeth Ann. Hi. My husband died a few months ago, and he took care of our in-ground pool. And I don't know how to take care of it. And I would like to just cover it. Who, what would you suggest? I want to decommission the pool. What would you suggest I do? Well, um, before you do that, uh, Elizabeth Ann, I, 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 um, I would, I would encourage you to to maybe talk to a pool maintenance company and start working with somebody to come out and keep it maintained. And, and I'll tell you why: um, because covering it up and getting rid of it's going to be costly. Number one, it's going to cost you a lot more to do that than it will just to maintain the pool for a number of years. And if you keep the pool, it could be a good selling point in the future for for a family, um, uh, you know, that that has kids and they want that pool. Uh, if it's in not if it's in good shape, if it's in terrible shape, if it's in disrepair, that's a whole nother story. But if it's in good shape and you, you just don't want the maintenance of it, uh, contract with a great maintenance company and get them out there. It's not that expensive. They'll come out every week. They'll treat the pool. They'll clean the pool, keep it pristine, and and you won't have to worry about a thing. Okay. Anyone? Do you, can you recommend anyone? You know, uh, wh- where are you at? Where are you located? I'm in northeast San Antonio. Okay. I don't know if they go to northeast San Antonio, but I use a company called Dan's Pool Service. And he has been in business for well over 20 years, takes personal pride and attention in, in what he does. His people are second to none, and uh, I, I really find him phenomenal. Now, if Dan does not go to your area, it's possible that he can recommend somebody else for you. And and do you do email, Elizabeth Ann? Yes. Okay. Yes. Drop me an email, and I'll respond with his contact information, Okay. Thank you very much. You're sure you're day. sure welcome. Thank you for calling. Uh, and and that email incidentally is m bomba at windowworldtx.com. That's m b o m b a at windowworldtx.com. And uh, yeah, that's that's what I would say is um, I would say if if you have a pool and it's in in good condition, if it's not in disrepair and has cracks and is, you know, sides falling in or is heaving or has been dry for for years and is just beyond help. I wouldn't recommend taking it out and covering it up. I mean, that's that is a large expense. Number one. Well, yeah. I mean, I I came out a little cheaper on getting rid of a pool because I did it all myself. But yeah, I got rid of the pool that that that, that we had. But uh, yours was an above ground pool. Yes, that's a yes. whole different story. Yes. I mean, well, you know, all the piping and everything was still underground. Everything yeah. was, you know, still had some work to do. But yeah. I got rid of that one myself because, again. The maintenance and everything, it was just for just Jeannie and I. All the kids were gone. It was just too much. Yeah. I just didn't want to do it anymore. And, and that makes sense, even yeah. with all the underground plumbing. But I'm talking about concrete removal. I'm talking about filling in that hole. Most people don't do concrete removal. They'll come in and bust the, the beam the off the top. And just leave the concrete in? And leave and fill, fill it back in with the concrete in the bottom. Huh. Okay. Um, well, I, I just think that for the expense, if it's in good shape, if mm-hmm. it's in good shape, it warrants spending... 100 bucks a month to keep it maintained and and keep the value. Okay, so your guys charging you 100 bucks a month? More or less. We can get him more business than you can imagine, bud. Yeah, well, that's 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 no. He he's not charging me $100 a month, but but what I will say is what he is charging me is very 
reasonable for the amount of work he has yes, to do. I've yes, got a large yes. pool, and I've also got it's, a large hot tub. It's very valuable. It, it is valuable. And it's valuable to me because my time in what I do do to make a living is worth more than cleaning the pool. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and what, did, what my, dad, my dad taught me a lot of great things. I, I know your dad did, too. But one of those things that dad taught me was, son, go out and make a living doing what it is that you do. And let somebody else make a living doing what they do. Exactly. And unless you can make more money doing their job than they do, keep on working at what you do. Well, and that's what I found out about, like, working on vehicles and doing stuff on vehicles or, you know, projects around the house. If it's going to cost me more to take the time off from work to do it myself. Right. Then, you know, if it's going to cost me more if I take the time off. Why would I take the time off? I'm just going to pay somebody else to do it if it costs me less than what I make if I go out and work that time. Absolutely. I it's, mean, it's, it's, it's the, the rule of diminishing returns, right? Yeah. You, you, you want to make your time and your effort as productive as you possibly can, and oftentimes it means spending some money to do that. It sounds, sounds counterproductive, but it's not. Right. You know, if, if you're going to take time off of work, now listen, there are things that you do want to take time off of work to do, working in your yard. Maybe. Maybe that's something you enjoy. That's your relaxation time. Right. There, there are a lot of people that um, doing work around the house, and, and me included. I put myself in that category. That is a uh, therapeutic and relaxing thing for me. I like going out and getting my hands dirty. I like going out and, and working in the garden or you know, uh, splitting wood or whatever it is that I do around the house. I like doing that because it's me time uh, away from the, the, the constant chatter and noise of social media and the internet and phone calls and employees and the whole nine yards right so it's it's just a nice time to be away a little bit well i enjoy that too the only problem with me is that when i do finish with that time then my phone explodes yeah you know yeah um but it's kind of like uh, my dad used to say and i can't i don't if i get the saying wrong forgive me but it was something about spending a dollar to save a dime yeah yeah. Something along those lines, and my dad had a had a, a funny saying for it. Right, but right. that was the general gist: is you're going to spend a dollar to save a dime. And there are so many people that do that. Yep, they think that they're really saving money, but they're really not. And a and a lot of home improvement stuff or projects that you're going to do around the house and all that. What you find is you think, okay, well, this is going to take me just a couple hours. And then everything just falls apart. <laughs> and it winds up you have to take two days off of work but just it, to fix it. But it looks so easy on HGTV. <laughs> exactly. They, exactly. Did, they did that full gut remodel in two days. I don't yep. know how they did that. Well, they didn't do that. It's the magic of television. So. Yeah. But but that's what that's what HGTV DIY and Magnolia Network they they've conditioned a lot of people to believe that that these things are simple and the they big, make them look simple to their credit. But. The biggest thing I hate about those shows and that stuff like that, Martin, I got to be honest, and I know we're in the business, but black windows. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Black black windows have become a thing in a big way, and and it's been that way now for several years, and 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 it is really thanks in no small part to these networks. And listen, I love them. I watch HGTV. My wife's absolute favorite channel is HGTV. It doesn't. Right. If there's not something else on that we're that's like appointment TV watching for us, she's got it on HGTV. And 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 I get that. I understand that. But it, it's it, <laughs> it's kind of like if if you watch your favorite fictional show, and and you think that that's reality. Yes. HGTV yes. is 
scripted. It's staged it's reality. It's staged reality. Yes. And, and if you keep that in mind and you, and you temper your, your vision of what reality is with, with that knowledge, it's not so bad. It's whenever you come to a contractor, and God bless the contractor that you come to and say, well, they did it. Why can't you? Yeah. <laughs> and, and folks, it, don't get us wrong. Don't get us wrong. We, we sell black windows. We love selling yeah. black windows. We actually make a whole lot more money for selling black windows <laughs> than we do for base color. There's just there's there's drawbacks, and if yeah. just ask your design consultants about the drawbacks to the colored windows. And but black windows, much like wooden windows or, or other windows that have their challenges, mm-hmm. uh, or other products that have their challenges. If somebody really wants one, mm-hmm. that's what they're going to get. Absolutely, you know? we'll, and, we'll and, sell them what and, they and, want. And and it you know it goes for automobiles. There there are certain automobiles that just don't have a real good reliability record. But for somebody, that's their dream car, and that's what they want, and they don't care, and they'll accept that. Yep. And and if that's the case, that's fine. Yep. But uh, but it, it there are some there are some uh, drawbacks, as you said. Let's get back to the phone lines two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's go to Lavina. Am I pronouncing that right? Lavinia. Am I pronouncing that right? Is it Lavinia? It's Lavinia. Lavinia. Yes. Nice, nice to talk yes, to you this yes. morning. Welcome to the show. Yes, good morning. Um, since you brought up the Foo Fighters very briefly, about two weeks ago, we saw this movie called, I think it's Studio 666, and it's just a silly, funny, campy horror movie with all of the Foo Fighters. Really? They've, i got to look that up. Actors. They are the worst actors. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's... That's what makes it so funny. It's about like a demonic possession, and they're recording in this old house where there was. You, you just have a little adult beverage while you watch it, and it's <laughs> so funny. It always makes it better, you know. If you, and I got to mention one more movie when you're talking about the pinnacle of bad acting in a rock movie. Mm-hmm. If if you've ever seen. And I don't know what your age is, uh, Lavinia, but uh, when I was growing up, there was a movie that came out in the in the late seventies called Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. <laughs> it was the worst. Oh, my. That was, yes, I remember that. Like, gosh. Oh, my gosh. And they had, like, this weird little actor named, he was a blonde guy. He was, I, I don't know what his name was, but he was always very creepy. But <laughs> as great of a musician as Dave Grohl is, that's as bad of an actor. As oh, wow. Even worse than Kiss was in that movie. Pretty much. Okay. All right. Well, I got to see it now. That's, yeah, that's yeah. It. Okay. I just I just looked it up. I'm <laughs> yeah. sitting here reading. I'm sitting here reading it. It got 56 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. That's yeah. that's, actually that's actually pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. If you take it for what it's worth, you know. Exactly. Great. If 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 you're watching camp, it's like Attack of the Rotten Tomatoes. If you're watching a movie yeah. that you know is camp and you're watching it for camp and you enjoy that, there's nothing wrong with it. It's the ones that don't realize that they're campy yeah. that are awful. Yeah. It's, it's so bad. <laughs> It's good. So bad it's good. Okay. Um, How can we help you this morning, Lavinia? Yeah. Well, um, kind of a simple question. Um, I have paneling in my living room, that wood paneling that's grooved, you know? Yes, ma'am. And, and I, I know you can just paint over it. I've seen it. It looks nice, you know, uh, in the right, being done in the right way, but I don't like the grooves. So I was researching, and um, I saw that you can fill in those grooves, mm-hmm. and then you can just paint over it, and it looks smooth, just like, you know, drywall, sheetrock, whatever. Well, you'll still want to texture once you, uh, 
the the best way to do it is going to uh-huh. be to get the uh of course drywall mud the joint compound for drywall for sheetrock okay like when you do tape and floating yes ma'am and you will use okay. that to fill the grooves you'll you'll okay. skim the entire wall and use that to fill the groove. Sand it down where you've got a good flat wall, and then you want to come in and put a texture on it, whether it be a Monterey Stomp, um, whether it be a Southwest Swirl, whatever kind of texture you have in the rest of your house. You want to put that textured on the walls and then paint okay. over the then paint over the texture. And, of course, I could use a very, very light texture, correct? Absolutely, I mean, I absolutely. Okay. The main reason really... for texture on any uh-huh. wall is to t- okay. is so that it it downplays the imperfections in the sure. wall itself. Okay, now I'm great. sorry. First step. First step you want to do after you float all of the grooves, uh-huh. you want to make sure and use a very good primer on it because if it's natural uh, uh, paneling right now, like it's still wood color, mm-hmm. those oils will try to will try to bleed through any paint you put on it. So you want to use a good. Gonna... Yeah. You want to use a good coat of primer before you paint anything. Just a really good uh, Kills is a great brand, K I L Z. Um, you just want to okay. use a good primer. Okay, so there's no need to put any kind of um, a- any kind of treatment on the wall to strip it or anything. I can just put nope. a primer. Uh, well, okay. you want to do the you want to do the, the the floating first. You want to float the grooves first. Yes. And then okay. prime the whole wall, and then texture and paint however you want to texture and paint. Got it. Okay. Well, that's that's a simple fix. You know, I have a lot of spare time. I can do that. Um, now, my other question is also for the living room. It still has, I believe they called it uh, acoustic, or colloquially it's called the popcorn ceiling. Um, I really do not want to scrape that down. I really didn't want to do it, so I was, again... Googling, researching, and I read on several websites that there is a very um, thin type of sheetrock that can be, or drywall that can be used to put over something like an acoustic ceiling instead of scraping it. Do you know what I'm talking about, or is that not advisable? Well, there, there is quarter-inch sheetrock, and yes, you could do that. But I will tell you, it's adding weight up there that you really don't need yeah. to add. And if you wet scrape it, it's not as bad as you think. They actually, if you Google uh, acoustic ceiling removal, you will see, and mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the machine at this point, but there's a, a deal that actually you attach your vacuum cleaner to. And <laughs> as you are scraping the ceiling, the vacuum cleaner is taking all of that debris in. Most of it. Most of it. I saw. Well, I saw it in a demonstration. I saw it in a demonstration, and the guy did it in a room that was completely furnished. Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, it. it I wouldn't really... do that, Lavinia. I will Google that. Yep. yep. I will Google that because it's just I don't want to do it, but you know, and I know about the the wet. You know, to have it wet, not to start you know scraping randomly without. It, it will be so much okay. easier and less expensive than than re um, than re sheetrocking that entire ceiling. I'll, I'll say that. And the problem okay. you have with a thin sheetrock is that the only place uh-huh. you're going to be able to attach that sheetrock is going to be at the the roof joist, the ceiling joist. Mm-hmm. Yes. That thin yeah. sheetrock will tend to try to buckle or sag in between the joists. Yeah, it might be a quick fix, but in the long run, it's probably not a good yep. idea. It's not the proper fix. We'll put it that way. Right. Okay, just because it can be done doesn't mean it 
should be. Yes, ma'am. We say that a lot on this show. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, just imagine sitting on the couch watching, uh, you know, uh, Studio 666 with an adult beverage and having a whole chunk of that brew fall down on you. And it is heavy. And not to mention the insulation that would come down. Uh, no. That would be bad. That yep. would not be good. Yeah. It would ruin the whole experience. Hey, Lavinia, yeah. thank you so thank much you. For, for joining us this morning. Thanks for being a part of the show. We appreciate that. Okay. Phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. Dan, you don't go anywhere. You're coming right up. Well, before you say it would ruin the whole experience, you have to think about that might be where you were in the movie. Because if it falls right at the point that something jumps out in the movie, yeah. that would be classic. That would be a, a YouTube moment. Be 4D. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Whatever that means. Uh, get yourself a phone line. Uh, we got a couple that are open right now, but we're going to get right back to it with Dan. Dan, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey there, Dan. Howdy, Dan. 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 Dan, are you there? Going once. Dan going twice. Please. And let's go to Randy. Randy, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. I've uh, got a question about a manufactured house. It's about 20 years old, and I think I have two things that need to be replaced. One is the skirting, and one are the windows. Now, All right. My question to you is, how much should I... How much would I end up paying for the skirting if I go for the non-vinyl, uh, more wooden-type skirting? And my second part of the question is, I have the strangest windows you've ever Oh, no. Oh, no. We lost him. Don, what did you do? <laughs> hey, call back if uh, if you get a chance there, Randy. We, uh, somehow we lost you, but give us a call back. You too, Dan, if you're, uh, if you're still out there. Uh, grab yourself a phone line, too, at 210-599-5555. Now, Randy was talking about skirtings for a manufactured home. First first thing that he mentioned was going with a wood skirting versus, versus a, a vinyl. I would not recommend that. I would not recommend either one. I would uh, absolutely not recommend either one, but especially, well, neither one, but definitely would not recommend a uh, a wood skirting. Anything that you can put that's next to the ground or in the ground that can rot, not a great idea. No, it's it's, no. it's a it's a maintenance issue that's waiting to happen. It's continued maintenance throughout the short life of that product, and you just don't want to do that. So, um, we'll talk about uh, if if Randy calls back, we'll talk about the skirtings that we do recommend. And uh, yeah, let's get him back here. Hey, let's see if we can grab him. Hey, Randy, you there? Yeah, that was my fault. I apologize. That's okay. I, I hit the wrong button sometimes too, man. It happens. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, I, I was I was still listening to you about the skirting, so please continue. Okay, so when it comes to skirting for manufactured home, the 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 skirting, if you're planning on let, let's let's find out a little information first. How long okay. are you planning on staying at this place? Oh, probably at least ten years. Oh, then then it's how a long. Little... How long are you planning on keeping that home? Are you going to trade that home in for another one eventually, or are you going to keep that home? I'm I'm going to keep it. I mean, I got awesome. a good deal on it. It's good to go. Okay, well then, then the only thing that I would recommend is a masonry skirting of some kind. And we do a product called Brickstone. And if you go to our website, you can go to BrickstoneTexas.com or you can go to WindowWorldTX.com. Look at the Brickstone Gallery, and you're going to see a lot of manufactured homes that have both the skirting done in Brickstone as well as all the way up. And it's really and truly the very best thing you can do as far as a skirting on a home. It it, it has the look of stone. Uh, just about any kind of style you can imagine. Lots of different colors to choose from as far as uh, stains and, and permanent uh, colors. It's durable. Weed Eater's not going to mess it up. 
It's not going to be damaged by a rock being thrown from the lawnmower. It's not ever going to rot because we put no wood anywhere in the process. Uh, it goes into the ground about six inches or so, uh, so you don't have critters digging up underneath your house. And uh, we give you access doors and base vents so you still have proper ventilation and a way to get up under there. Right. Okay. Yeah, then that's what I'd want to do because I'm there for good. So uh, I want anything that's going to last and I don't have to deal with in the future. So excellent uh, on that. My other question was about these crazy windows that I have in this 20-year-old manufactured house. Wait, 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 wait. I can describe them. You have a window on, like, the outside edge of the wall, and then there's another window on the inside edge of the wall. About four inches apart. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. I did the same. I had the same thing in my home before I put in the Window World windows in my home. Um, it's a pretty simple process. We just remove that indoor window. We replace the main window with a new high efficiency um, vinyl window, and then there's just a little bit of trimming that's required around the edge to to retrim that raw edge of the drywall where we pull that okay. indoor window out. Okay. Well, that's great to know that I can just go to one window, uh, and especially a modern window, too, nonetheless. But may I ask, what was what was the idea behind these windows? Was it insulation of the time? Exactly. exactly. It, 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 was, it was their way of insulating, uh, an inexpensive way, albeit, of insulating by adding a storm window on the inside. And, and frankly, that's still something that happens. Um, you know, you can, you can, there are actually storm windows that you can get for the inside of your house, so if you have, like, uh, let's say a historical home uh, or something where you don't or can't change out the windows, it's a way to add an insulative layer that, that helps cut down on noise but also helps stop on uh, conductive cooling uh, throughout through those windows. Right. But the installation to new, more modern windows is possible, so that's another good plus for this house. It's not only so, possible, we do it all uh, the time. Yeah. yeah, we do. Where are you located at? I am uh, in Converse, actually. I'm in a, 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 a community of manufactured houses, and I've been told that I need to get new skirting because my skirting looks bad, and I'm thinking, okay, well, my skirting's bad, my windows are bad, too, so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to knock these two things then the first the thing time, that you need to, the first thing you need to do, though, is check with the community and make yeah. sure that your skirting can be a non-removable skirting because once we do the brickstone for the skirting, it's a permanent fixture. It is non-removable. Oh, okay. And a lot of a lot of communities will not allow you to put anything in that cannot be removed. I see. They have they have pretty good restrictions here. So yeah, that's something I need to check for. Um, well, if they say no, I can't have that type. Then what would be my second uh, second thing? Would I have to go to vinyl? No, no, no. Second thing, what I would do is, uh, are you going to be doing the skirting yourself or hiring somebody? Oh no, I'll be hiring someone to do it for then sure. Then you would you would want to find somebody that'll do a metal skirting, um, R panel or something of uh, that nature. Yeah, an R panel, um, and just make sure that when they put it in, that they take what I always did was used uh, picked up a couple of uh, packs of roofing shingles, and I would lay the roofing okay. shingle on the ground all the way around with the skirting, and then I'd set the skirting right on top of that roofing shingle. That gives you okay. a you don't necessarily even have to weed eat. Because if you set your lawnmower wheel on that on that shingle and mow, you're mowing right up. You're, you're mowing against the edge of the shingle anyway, and it okay. also keeps the metal from rusting or corroding because it's sitting directly on the ground. That shingle Great. will give you a layer of protection between the ground and the metal. Okay, that sounds like a pretty good deal too. Uh, like I said, they're pretty restrictive here, so they might not let me go with something that's uh, 
uh, non-removable. So right. this is fantastic. Well, you guys have done uh, got me started really well. I'm going to start doing my homework, some research, and just go from there. We hey, can. Thanks, guys, so much for your help today. Well, Randy, thank you, and we uh, we hope we can help you with one or both of those projects. Just give us a call at the uh, office two ten seven six seven zero nine nine five. We'll be happy to help. Uh, yep. I will be doing that, sir. Thank you so much. Thanks, Randy. Have a great day. Get yourself a phone line now. We've got a couple of lines open, but uh, Ariel or Abel, you're coming up. Jeff, you are up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, a couple of things. First, uh, for the lady that's got the popcorn ceiling, I did her job uh, one time, never again. Uh, depending on how many coats of paint are on that ceiling, uh may not be as easy as, as uh as she wants it to be, I'd start in the closet and and decide if you want to do it or not. Um, also, on the uh, you mentioned that you have a product called what is it called Brickstone? Brickstone, yeah. Okay, um, so I've got a Wayne's coat around my around my uh, house, got an older home that I um, took the uh, asbestos shingles off and and did uh, the hardy, and then uh, so about four three to four feet up, I've got a Wayne's coat of uh, that uh, Ripple Stone. Uh, I think sometimes they call it Sister Dale Ripple. Okay. Um, you guys could match match that if we, we wanted to go up. With we, we can get very close to it. We sure can. Uh, we, we, okay. we avoid the word match because it's virtually impossible to exactly match just about anything. However, we can get very, very close to most stones or bricks. And also something to think about, what I've done a quite a bit, and I could show you some befores and afters, but what I've done is that if you've already got a uh, brick or a stone wainscoting, then we can go up on that with a nice swirl finish or sand finish stucco all the way up. It gives you the same durability, um, but it will blend in with any type of rock. There's, there, there's no matching needed to worry about. Okay, and you use the same product, or is it, it's you know, it's the same stucco? same general process. It's a it's a hard coat base. Uh, the only difference is instead of texturing and sculpting it as we do in the brickstone process, it's an acrylic stucco finish. So we can we can give you uh, we've got about six different finishes to choose from in that, uh, tons of different colors to choose from, and it gives a nice contrast. But if you want that stone look, and we think that we can get close to it, we'll let you know. If we don't think we can, we'll let you know. And even if we can't match it perfectly, we can put a ledge to separate the wainscoting from the new stone so that even if it doesn't match perfectly, it's got an offset to it. You know, there's a divider between the yeah, two. So right now I've got a cap. I've got a cap. Right. Excuse me. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I've got, I've got a cap there. You know. I'm okay, so you, just, uh, so you already have a water so, table then. You're right, but I, I just didn't know how I'm going to transition up unless I take that off and keep going up, but I don't know, you know. If my footing is is strong enough to go, you know, ten, twelve feet higher with the with the rock, you know, that's that was a thing that I was concerned about. Yeah, that that uh, might so be a problem. A transition there. Yeah. That, however, with our product, that might be a problem if you were going with real rock, with how, traditional stone. Yeah. With, right. However, with our product, right. we're not going to add weight to your footing. Right. Yeah. That's that's why. That's why. Yeah. That's, I'm sorry. That's. A, I probably confused it. Yeah, I was talking about doing it myself if I did it with, with adding rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that, yeah. You would probably put way too much weight on that footing. You'd start to have problems with that footing collapsing. Well, I'll tell you what. We would be more than happy to come out and take a look at it and give you our opinion and show you what we can do for you and see if it see if it fits your needs. Okay. Uh, uh, let me talk to my wife. And uh, I think Where are you located at? I'm in, I'm in welfare just outside of Bernie. Okay, perfect. Sure. Perfect. All right, man. Yeah, well. So, 
So, yeah, we'll be giving you guys a call for sure. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling, Jeff. We appreciate you being here this morning. Uh, let's get to Abel, see if we can get him in here out uh, before we go to break. Good morning, Abel. Welcome to the show. Good, good morning. Uh, a long-time listener, first-time caller. I have a couple of questions about uh, some windows on the townhome. Okay. Uh, and the, the problem is that these uh, these windows, uh, they, they leak. They've been, I guess, since the townhome was built about nine years ago. It's always had a problem on the east wall of the of the building that that those windows leak. And the builder, for for probably the last four years now, has been trying to fix this, and it hasn't gotten fixed. But he insists on replacing the glass on the on the on the window. It's and not going to that the replacing the glass is not going to solve the issue. Nor do I believe that replacing the whole windows would solve the issue. If this is an inherent issue on that whole side of the building. He's got a sick building, um, and when I say that, there's a, an issue with the construction. The water is permeating somewhere. It's just presenting itself at the windows. You know what? I, I agree with you, and I've been trying to convince them of that, and they insist on replacing the windows. But but uh, I think it's, it's a stucco home, and mm-hmm. I think water is getting in somewhere on the upstairs, and yep. where it's really, really most present is, on the, is in the kitchen window. And, it, it you know, you... you it's not the glass, obviously, you know, but but uh, it. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to get him to try and look at some other options there because, I mean... Well, glass is simply not going to fix the issue. No. And, and unless he just wants to waste money on glass, he, he really needs to explore what the cause of the issue is. And I can tell you that I have gone to many homes, um, and we pride ourselves on... on being honest with the customer up front and open. And I've gone to many homes where I've told a homeowner, I can't help you. Not at this stage. The first stage is going to be to get the, to mitigate the, how the water's getting in. Once you do that, then I can replace the windows and give you some beautiful windows. But a new window is not going to solve the issue. Wow. Okay, so let me ask you the second part of that question. That on the upstairs window, it's got a, it's like a, I guess like a five by five window and it's got four panes on it. Mm-hmm. And a, a couple of years ago, their repair was to replace one of them glass panes, and they did. They replaced one part of that of that window. My name is Martin Bamba. That's Jim Smith, and we are here to help. And uh, in there, in the in the uh, production room, is uh, Don Cooper Stevens playing the music and screening your calls and uh, and making sure that the uh, the show is on the air properly every time yes. he's in there. Well, I appreciate sure hope, you, Don. I sure hope that last caller calls back because that was an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hope he calls back too because uh, I, I think you you may have identified his uh, his yeah issue. absolutely. So if if you if you're still out there, give us a call back. We'd be happy to talk to you. Of course, your calls too at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. That's the number to get in on the home improvement conversation this morning. Uh, lots and lots of good stuff going on this weekend as far as outside activities because it is just a beautiful weekend. It's going to be so gorgeous. Um, cold mornings, but uh, really, really pleasant afternoons. Highs in the 80s, sunshine. Yes, we do need rain. I'll tell you what, l- let me encourage you. If, if they say that there's rain in the forecast, do not sigh, do not, do not pout, do not uh, get upset. Say, thank you, Lord, because we need the rain bad. Badly, badly. They had a... Really bad fire in Medina County yesterday. Um, so it's not just in north central Texas, folks, that these wildfires are affecting. They're getting close. Uh, that, you know, the one in Medina County hit pretty close to home. 
Yeah, and, and, and it can happen anywhere. As dry as things are right now, you flick a cigarette out the window, you um, start a fire when you shouldn't. Nobody right. should be doing outside fires right now. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And even with me being a smoker, yeah, I have definitely, um, I definitely pay attention to um, if I'm in a vehicle that I smoke in, which, but I'm sitting here thinking about it. I haven't been in a vehicle that I smoke in since the white Ford. No, no, no. You don't, don't smoke in the new one, huh? No. Oh, absolutely not. My, my, my wife would decapitate some part of my body, for, ah. you know, um, just as your wife would for, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, well, I, yeah, and, and, uh, first of all, don't smoke, but, uh, <laughs> that's, that's my, that's my soapbox, uh, statement for the day. Uh, but if, if you are, please have a, have a butt can or something in your vehicle. Do not throw it out the window because these, these fires are tragic. Oh, we, yeah. We've had two of them, um, two of them out on, uh, Ralph Fair Road in just the last, I guess, probably the last two or three weeks. One of them, got exceptionally close to a school that's right there at 46 and 1351 mm-hmm. that that was frightening yep. uh, they had to evacuate a little strip center that's there thank god nobody was hurt and, and it didn't burn anything other than grass but man it, it just it's just not worth it yep folks just just pay attention you know earlier martin you were giving the shout outs to like local little businesses yeah. and all that i'd like to give one and i've been remiss in doing this i should have done it a long time ago my son-in-law, he and his father have a paint and body shop in Kerrville. And, folks, if you're in the Kerrville area and y'all need some paint and body work done, um, give them a call um, over at JCS, Auto Body and Paint. Um, they will definitely take care of you. He has taken care of me on several um, occasions. And, as a matter of fact, he's working on a project for me right now. So just give give them a call over there. They'll help, They'll take care of you. Tell them Jim from the KTSA Home Improvement Show told you to call. There you go. So it's I think it's nice to to, to help out the small businesses like Absolutely. that, and, and and we're we're happy to give a little free publicity to to, to those guys. I, it's, I think it's I think it's very worthwhile to have these guys in your community and to support them. Uh, both of uh, us, Jim and I, grew up in the same small town. We know the value of supporting small town businesses. Absolutely, absolutely. Buy local when you can. When you can. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, let's get back to the phone lines. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. James, welcome back. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Doing fantastic. How can we help you? Hey, I got a question. Uh, it's not quite a Brickstone question, but we have a... I'm a transplanted to Lubbock, San Antonio, and moved up here, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, got a three-quarter red brick house with gray metal trim. My options are paint the brick or paint the metal trim. Paint the metal trim. <laughs> really? It, a lot, what a lot of folks don't understand is that once you paint brick, yes, it can be beautiful. Uh, you can change the color and all that. But once that's done, it is a forever having to maintain option. Um, brick itself it naturally wicks moisture, so right. any moisture that builds up behind the brick is it's that by by design and by nature, it's going to wick to the outer surface. There, at, at least to my knowledge, there's not a single product that I've seen that you're going to put on that brick that is not eventually going to begin to slough off, and you're going to have to redo it. It's a constant maintenance issue once you paint brick. 
Okay, well, that's why I'm calling the experts. I appreciate it. All right. Hope, now, if you just absolutely want to change the color of the brick, staining it is an option because the stain actually soaks into the brick and it's not as uh, as apt to slough to slough off. But it's still going to be something you're going to have to redo. Uh, you know, uh, within a few years or several years down the road, you would still have to restain. Copy that. Yeah, she uh, she just doesn't like the gray trim with the red brick, so I, I guess I'll go with the trim and, of course, the fascia boards, all that good stuff. But no oh, yeah. problem. All right, I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you much. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thanks, James. Uh, get yourself a line, too. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And we're going to help you with anything from the roof to the foundation and everything in between. Um, we might even get a little bit of music or rock and roll conversation in there yeah you know what it it does happen it, it does, does happen. it does happen and and we enjoy it we we greatly enjoy it every time that we get a chance to talk about music and the great artists that are out there and give a shout out to some of the bands and some of the artists we're going to take advantage of it well i tell you what i i uh i, I on a different subject there was a, a article this week that i uh found on uh, on, a, on a little family handyman um uh, thing that i've that I've uh, subscribed to and, and get almost every day, and this one was a pretty funny one. Uh, the, the topic, the the uh, the article was called "21 Things Not to Say While DIYing," mm-hmm. and I don't know if you read it or not, but we're going to talk about a few of these things. It, it's it's pretty funny, and and these really are things that you don't want to hear somebody say. <laughs> during a DIY pro- project, and uh, we're going we're gonna to kind of talk about a few of these. We 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 do some serious things sometimes, and, and these are kind of, these are serious. Some of them can be serious, uh, but we we do talk about these things uh, <laughs> from time to time. But this one's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and if you've ever done DIY projects like these, you know these are things you don't want to hear. Yes, and this is probably the one that comes from my wife and causes more. I won't say argument, but more disagreement. Two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's go to Ron. Ron, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Hey, real quick. Real, real quick. Um, I have recently bought a house that's had a. It's got a fairly new roof on it, as far as composite shingles, and the two by six fascia needs to be changed. And I'm wondering if that can be done without taking that starter row of shingles off. That's going to be dependent, and what that's dependent on is do you have rafter uh, rafter uh, studs or rafter yes. tails that come all the way down to the fascia? Yes. The, if, the, the two by six fascia is nailed onto the rafters. Then absolutely it can be replaced without taking off the first row of shingles, provided the roof decking was replaced when they did your roof. Because if that decking is rotted, as if it's rotted just like the fascia is, now you're going to have to to replace the decking at the same time you do the fascia boards. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Now, Appreciate how badly is it rotted? Uh, it's in pretty bad shape. It's been there. It looks like a long time. It's, it's is it all the way around the home, or is it just mainly in spots? Uh, it's uh, spots all around the home. Okay. What we do in a lot of cases like that, and I've done this on literally uh, hundreds if not thousands of homes, is we will come in and we will cut out the rotted sections. We replace those sections with a good board. Then we're going to cover that fascia 
with a vinyl-coated aluminum capping that mm. we have uh, available in probably a hundred different colors that you never have to paint again. Gotcha. Okay. And the vinyl-coated capping is going to encapsulate the wood, and it's going to impede future deterioration and rot. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. And what's that, what's that capping made of? What's uh, it is a vinyl-coated aluminum. Okay. Um, okay. It's, the reason it's vinyl-coated aluminum is because we set up a break in your front yard, a metal break. And we make the pieces for your home. We don't come out with standard size pieces of trim and try to make them fit your home. We make the trim for the home on site. Gotcha. Okay. That sounds good. Thank you. All right. Thanks for calling, Ron. We appreciate you being here this morning. And uh, get yourself a phone line, too, at 210-599-5555. As tease, we're going to talk a little bit about... Some of the things you do not want to say, or, or even more importantly, you don't want to hear while you're DIYing, and uh, and, and we're going to kind of go down a list here and and uh, talk about a few of these things. Uh, let me guess, the first one is the one you were going to talk about. Oh it. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'll let you, I'll let you expound. Let's save some money and get the least expensive thing. Oh baby, I love you. N- not a good idea. I love my wife, but uh, and I won't say that my wife is is cheap. I would never say that, but I will say she's very close to a nickel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's well, and I'm not complaining, guys. That's the reason we have what we have is because of her and her watching what is spent. But there's times when I'm like, no, baby, we need to go ahead and spend a little more money. You know. Well, and and the reason being is because many times that supposed savings that you have up front mm-hmm. only means that you're going to have to do the same thing and buy the same thing at least two or three more times, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then you're going to break down and do what you should have done in the first place. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you d- you uh, don't lighting around the home. You know, uh, she wanted to do some different types of lighting and some, you know, uh, solar lights or some uh, automatic lighting. Yeah. You know? So on and so forth, photo cell lighting and everything, and she bought a bunch of fixtures from uh, one of these little stores that is famous for their low prices. Yeah. And after the second time we replaced them, we went to a big box store and bought some some branded fixtures. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that is that is not a place you want to skip. Now there are things that you can spend less money on, things that are kind of generic and and doesn't have much consequence. But when it comes to electronics and and fixtures and there are some things you really shouldn't skimp on. Paint. Paint. <laughs> oh, don't get yeah. cheap paint. No, don't don't get the cheapest gallon on the shelf. No. And for and for what? To save to save ten bucks a gallon, maybe? That cheapest gallon on the shelf is designed for the little project that you're doing or for the birdhouses that the kids are building. Yeah. That's what that's for. Or for the flip house that you don't care what it looks like in six oh, months. Uh, don't say that. You don't. know it's the truth. Oh well, yeah. You from know other it's guys. The truth. Yeah, yes. I'm sorry. I've worked for you on a flip house, Not on buddy. mine, and that's why I don't flip houses for a living, because I, I can't... St- you didn't cut any corners, my dude. Prob- my problem with flipping houses is I, I can't look at it through any other eyes than mine as a buyer. Right. And right. and what I would want if it were my house. And and that's and why... And you I, get real upside down real quick. That's why I'll never make a great flipper, see, because, yeah. I, because I like things a certain way and I, and I don't want them to be done outside of that. And anyway, so so that's why I don't do that, but, uh, but I understand... <laughs> You know, now listen. There are good flippers out there too that that you know that that do a, a good job. Whenever they flip a house, they do put quality stuff into it. Absolutely, and then they get a quality price for it when they sell it. But there are some people who flip. Let's be honest. They go for the cheapest 
mm-hmm. lowest quality thing they can get mm-hmm. to get as as little money into it as they can to make as much, and, and that's what they're in the business for doing. You know, and stick vinyl floor. Uh, it, what, yeah, whatever they can, <laughs> whatever they can do to to cut a, a penny, and and uh, and I get that, but that's why I can't do it. I, I it's just not my thing. But now the next one, that one's that if one's... I flip them, I live in them. You know. That's, oh yeah. Now the next one, that one's on you, bud. Uh, uh, been there, done that with you. And without you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you under uh, you, you underestimate or uh, the size of the of the product that you're you're getting, or you yep. overestimate the size of the vehicle it's going in. One or the yeah, other. Sure, that'll fit in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I you- have God, I have seen some people driving down the road with stuff strapped to the back of their car and and on top of their car that mm-hmm. they should never be driving down oh, the road. Oh yeah, with. oh yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy. Yep. So yeah, take that into consideration. But we've done it. I mean, uh, I have driven down the road before with my arm yeah. hanging out the passenger window. I've done it. Holding on to something because it wouldn't with fit all the way With links of pipe sitting against your, on your, the mirror. your mirror. Yeah, yep. of course I have. Of course yep. I have. But but it's not a good idea. Don't do it. Hey, we've got a lot more they're going to talk about, uh, but we do need to get back to the phone lines. Let's get to Ralph. Ralph, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, uh, two things, actually. One, I was talking with Alex about uh, siding. And he was telling me about a new siding product you have over at Window World. Ah, uh, see, he's not supposed to be talking about that yet. About it. <laughs> What's that? That's a surprise. He's not supposed to be talking about that yet. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I, I need to do some siding, and I okay. thought about Brickstone at one time. Um, he said that you guys were looking at a new line. Uh, that to me, it sounds almost like uh, 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 wood flooring, where you hook it together. Uh, similar in. I, I have no idea what it's called. Yeah, similar in fashion. Uh, to similar in fashion to uh, to that to a certain extent. It's a it's a product that that locks one down into the other, uh, going up the wall. Whereas traditional vinyl siding uh, locks and you pull it up the wall. You start at the bottom and go. In, in, anyway, it, it it hooks one into the other, locking up. It's called a Pittsburgh lock. This is what I call a stack lock. And it is something that's very, very unique. Uh, the product itself is so unique because it's a true composite. It's not, it's not vinyl. It is not fiber cement. It is not wood based like fiber cement is. That's the fiber, fiber part of the fiber cement. Uh, it doesn't deteriorate. It doesn't absorb water. It weighs about a third of what, uh, fiber cement siding weighs. Uh, it's color through and through. So you don't have to worry about painting it in the future. And the way that it laps, you don't have to worry about caulking seams and having those unsightly seams on your house like you do with fiber cement. It's just, it, to me, it, there is nothing like it. It's, it's a revolutionary product, uh, in, in all of the time. I've been in the siding and window business for almost 30 years now. And it's like nothing that I've ever seen before. And I'm, I'm really excited about it. And how long has it been around? Uh, that's the cool thing is, although it's new to this market, uh, back east and, and in the Midwest, it's been around for about 12 or 13 years now. Okay. And and they've Any, uh, had tremendous success with it. So east and uh, midwest, I'm thinking a uh, different climate, uh, tends to be colder, yep. not as hot. Yep, Abs- absolutely how- correct. Uh, they do extensive, extensive testing on this product in hot climates. Uh, there there are hot climates that it exists in uh, to, to the west. It just hasn't made it as far south as we are. And, uh, and, and, and it's been purposeful. There, there are some companies that grow their businesses and they expand way too quickly. They can't keep up with supply. 
And they've been very, very deliberate, especially whenever dealing with Window World, because of the volume that we do. They've been very deliberate and and uh, in not overexpanding too quickly. So I appreciate that. We were supposed to get this product probably a year and a half, two years ago, and they are waiting to find the right distributorship so they can actually service us the way that we need to be serviced in this market. So I appreciate them doing that, but we are we are that close, and uh, and and it's it's pretty cool stuff. The way you say that, it makes it sound like there's uh, one or just a couple of manufacturers. There is one manufacturer of this product. Now they have several different manufacturing facilities, but this is a manufacturer. Yeah, and dollar comparison price-wise to fiber, cement fiber, or vinyl? Uh, It's going to be more than vinyl, uh, more than vinyl, and probably right at or less than hardy plank uh, fiber cement. It's, if if you factor in painting and all the labor and everything that goes into, into Hardy, it's, it's on the wall. It's going to be about the same or less for a product that has a lifetime warranty that's transferable, uh, versus one that's absolutely not. And, uh, and, and the fact that you don't have to paint it and maintain it like you do a fiber cement product. All right. My second topic was water heaters. Okay. Um, there are, I'll say three different types, I believe. Uh, get your tank, then tankless, and then on demand. And I'm trying to figure out, I want to go away from a tank, and I'm not sure what to do for the rest of it. Do you have uh, gas in your home? No. Okay, then, then you want to stay tank. I'm sorry, but that's just, the reason I say that is because an electric tankless or an electric point of use is going to consume so much energy on electricity that you are not going to see any cost or efficiency savings. And what if you have, um, I can't even think of it now, the, uh, the sun, uh, the electric generation from the sun. Solar? The panels on the house. Solar? Yeah, solar. There you go. Solar, solar cannot produce enough electricity or enough wattage yeah. okay. to handle the draw of a tankless electric water heater that tankless electric water heater is going to draw about as much energy as if you started three air conditioning systems at the same time okay um the the now if you had gas or propane available then i would definitely tell you go with a tankless whole home water heater system because it is the most energy efficient and it gives you the 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 that great instant hot water but only in a in a gas or a propane uh, scenario. Electricity is just okay. too expensive. Now, what if you have, um, I'll say, a delay between turning your hot water on and receiving the hot water? So circulation pump. With that, you want to go with the circulation pump. Um, Watts okay. makes a very good circulation pump. It mounts right on top of the water heater, and then you install a loop at the farthest fixture from the water heater and it circulates the water you can put it on a timer where like in the evening when you if you have a higher use in the evening everybody getting home from work and taking showers or if your higher use is in the morning everybody getting out of bed and taking showers you can set this on a timer where it's going to come on at, at, at different times and it keeps the hot water circulating through the hot water system so that when you turn on a faucet the hot water is already there okay all right and it's 
as far as a tank heater, uh, a tank type water heater, efficiency. Um, I'm sure there are different efficiencies available. Mm-hmm. They're much more, I will say this, they are so much more efficient nowadays than they were 10 years ago, even five years ago. They're constantly improving the efficiency of these of these systems, and uh, and they are not what they used to be. Have you found a manufacturer that's better or best uh, compared to the rest? There, there's several good manufacturers out there. Rima's always made a great product, uh, but there's but there's several of them out there, and uh, and yeah, there's actually only maybe three or four manufacturers out there. All of the other brands that are out there are manufactured by one of those companies and sold under a different name. State has probably always been top of the line. Uh, it's expensive, though. You're going to pay more for a state than you would for a ream. But a ream hot water, uh, a ream water heater is an excellent choice. And as Martin said, they've got some wonderful efficient ones. All right, Ralph. Appreciate you calling this morning. Thanks for being a part of the show. Get yourself a phone line, too, at 210-599-5555. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Let's get right back to them. Adam, Joe, you're coming right up. But, Jan, you're up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hello, Jan. Hello. I have a question, an electrical question. Okay. Uh, Years ago. It has aluminum wiring. When we we had a local, well-known electrical company come and go through the house, and they did whatever you have to do um, to electrical wiring at the outlet. Jan, I hate to do that. I'm going to put you on hold for just a minute. You've got a really bad phone line. Maybe you can uh, hang up, call back, and we'll be happy to take that call, but it's just uh, you're dropping out about every other word, and we want to give you the full benefit. Okay, let's get to Adam. Adam, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Oh, good morning. Good morning. I was I wanted to make a follow-up question on the uh, water heater you were talking about earlier with the tankless water heater. Sure. Uh, you, you were talking about a circulation pump. Do you have to have a tank then? Yes, sir. You cannot use a circulation pump on an on-demand water system. It has to be a, a traditional tank-type system. The on-demand or the, the tankless water heater has its own pumping system in it. It does the job for you. Okay, but for the, the delay between opening the valve and getting hot water is what we're trying to avoid. And my wife's like, hey, they were talking about a pump. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think you have to have a tank. You yes, do. So, you do have to have a tank for the pump to for the pump to work. Yes. Okay. Okay. So. If you've tried, well, we just just to give you, but we just won't get that on demand at the sink. Right. Like what we're right. To give you a uh, to give you the reason, if you put a circulation pump on a tankless water heater system, it would run all the time. You know, you would you it would just be insane as to how, the runtime on it, because it would be constantly heating that loop of water. Okay. Okay. So, and it has its own pump anyway, so it'd be kind of redundant. Right, right. Okay, and so, but I could just put a circulation pump on the tank that I have now, or yes, sir, absolutely, sure you can, yeah, absolutely. Okay, then I'll I'll do that because that's the issue is that waiting, you know, for the for the water to get hot, right, right. So, all right, thank you much. All right, Adam, thanks for calling this morning. Let's get back to Jan. I think she's back. Hi, Jan. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Is this a better connection? Oh, so much better. Yes. So much better. Continue, please. Okay. Um, about 10 years ago, we bought an older house, 
and it has aluminum wiring. Um, when we bought it, we had a local, you know, electric company come in and do whatever they do at each outlet to, um, apparently there's some kind of a, can be some kind of an issue with aluminum wiring. Yes, ma'am. What they, what they probably did is come in and installed pigtails at all of the yes. uh, connections. Yes. Yes. That's what they did. Um, and we're do, getting ready to do some remodeling. And we want to use recessed lights in the ceilings of a couple of rooms, like maybe five or six recessed lights in a couple of rooms. Um, will the aluminum wiring be able to handle that? That's actually going to be an electrical question, an electrician question, um, okay. simply because I yeah, don't know what... And it might be a code question, too. Yeah. Right. I don't know what the size is of the wiring. Um, I do know that homes that are wired with aluminum wiring are grandfathered, such as yours, as long as the pigtails are installed. Uh-huh. However, when you remodel, the code may require you to rewire. Oh, okay. Which I would probably suggest anyway, because the aluminum, the pigtails on aluminum wiring eliminated a lot of the issues with the wires burning off at the outlets. However, it's still not a maintenance-free issue. Those pigtails still need to be tightened periodically. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, well, I will uh, go back to the company that did it to begin with and uh, see what they have to say. Very good, Jan. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Have a great Bye-bye. weekend. Uh, let's uh, get one more phone call in here before we get out of here. We've got Liz on the line. Liz, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I wanted to ask, um, I have a new shower that was installed, uh, but the water doesn't come out hot like it should. It comes out almost cold, and I haven't used it that much, but the laboratory in the same room comes out hot. Do you have a single handle in that shower, or is it two handles? It's one single. You've got a problem with that single handle faucet. You'll want to get your plumber that installed the shower back out there to look at that faucet. But they don't have to redo everything, right? They shouldn't they have, have to. to it's it probably should. an adjustment in the cartridge on, yes. on the single-handle faucet. If it's if it's in the wrong position or it was installed improperly, uh, it, mm-hmm. it, it may never get hot until that gets corrected. But it's probably not a difficult fix. Right. Okay. Okay. I just thought I'd ask because it's a brand new one, but you turn it all the way to the hot, and it still doesn't come out hot. But yet yep. the laboratory one does, you know? Yep. Sounds like a mixing problem. Okay, well, thank you so very much, guys. You all take care. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Liz. You have a great weekend, too. And and that's going to put the wraps on the callers today. Um, We've got Louis Siriani and the KTSA Automotive Show coming up next. The Ayatollah of Injectors. I tried to get him not to say it, Louis. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) I tried. I really did. Hey, we want to say thanks again to Don Cooper Stevens for the great work that he does in the producer's room uh, every Saturday that he's here with us. And uh, and thanks for the great uh, Foo Fighters music and Taylor Hawkins tribute today. Uh, If you want to get a hold of Jim or myself during the week, it's it's always uh, a good idea to drop us a line. Uh, Phone call's not so great because we're both exceptionally busy during the week, but uh, drop us a line. We will get back to you. May, it may take 24, 48 hours, but we typically respond within a couple of days. And you can reach Jim at? Smith at windowworldtx.com. And you can, of course, drop me a line at mbomba, that's M-B-O-M-B-A, at windowworldtx.com. 
Uh, want to encourage you if uh, if you don't have plans this weekend, it's going to be gorgeous. Get out, do something in the yard, do some planting. I think we're safe to plant now. Uh, I think we're we're okay and kind of out of the freeze realm. Get you something planted, uh, work, in, work in the yard, work around the house outside, but get outside, get some fresh air, and enjoy your weekend, everybody. Uh, we, we absolutely have had a blast. Look forward to seeing you again, same time, same place, right here on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. We out.